I'm Molly O'Connor. And I'm Sarah Connell. And you are listening to Pop It. This is the podcast for popping questions, popping bottles, and pop culture. This week on Pop It, we're on site at the Ivy Corset Building with Joe Gonzalez Dufresne. As an expert third wheel for engaged couples or newlyweds and a wild visionary on commercial shoots, Joe has become one of the most sought-after wedding photographers in Worcester. His signature storytelling style is noted for its natural originality. Welcome, Joe. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. I feel like I just said welcome really weirdly. Well, I just want to point that out. Welcome. Yeah. Well, I was like, welcome. Anyways, well, sorry. Well, maybe you felt off because really he has welcomed us into yes, his it's office. it's true. You know what it was, actually? I think I used a dark L, which uh, Ira Glass has a dark L. It means that when he's saying his L's, he keeps his tongue against his bottom back teeth. Intentionally? And that's why, no, it's just like, it's a speech thing that he has. So that's why if you have ever listened to Ira Glass, he says his name Ira Glass. Welcome. <laughs> Well, I also want to welcome yes. uh, John Tonelli and Mike Hendrickson, who are in the background doing some fun stuff for us. Yes. We were actually going to have Mike on today because he's also a wedding photographer. We thought that the two of you could have at it. It would be so much fun. And, well, they are both nominated for Worcester's Best of Worcester wedding photographer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, wow, so it's True. a showdown. Yes, it is a showdown. Maybe yeah. it's good then they'll be on different episodes. Yeah. We'll yeah. take it to the parking lot later. <laughs> Mortal yeah. enemies. You could cut the tension with a knife in this room, everybody. And John Tonelli is here helping us with some of our sound design yes. today, which is something we're really trying to dial in. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> but I wanted to start by talking to you, Joe, about your history as a musician, because you started in the arts, actually not in photography, right? Well, the arts is... Photography is the arts too, Sarah. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It was like a gateway for him. Oh, like Music. all of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, years ago, um, I played in bands and traveled a bunch and um, just loosely, you know, took photos as we were traveling around. And um, I think that was really great to just reflect back, you know, when, um, you know, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just to reflect back on those days when... Um, you know, things were kind of a little more free-spirited. <laughs> yeah. And then who was the first person to ask you to do a wedding? Um, so the first person was a, a family member. and uh, You can't say no, right? Um, I should have. <laughs> it's okay if they hear this. Um, but anyway, they, uh, yeah, at the time when I was going to school, I, you know, I got a nicer camera to take better quality pictures. But it was still like a hobby at that time? Um, in a sense, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to incorporate that into doing design, which is, you know, the, the degree I was going for. So um, what happened is a family member's uh, son was, uh, you know, we're getting married and they asked me to shoot the wedding because I had a nice camera and I didn't know what to say. So I did it and it was a nightmare and it was very challenging. Thankfully, I have a friend who is a photographer in Philly. He um, just happened to touch base with me randomly that day. And I was like, this is like perfect timing. Like, what do I do? Like in this scenario? And he's like, how high are the ceilings? You have a flash, like all this stuff. He's like, just do this. You'll be fine. And I got through it. I I never sweat so much in my life. And I swore I would never do weddings again. Well, I think it's like, we think you're like, oh, a wedding photographer, like you show up and take pictures, but like, that's not what it is. Like there's so much that people don't realize yeah there's there's so much that goes into it yeah. and um 
because it can go, it can be a very smooth sailing day and it can be a chaotic day. And that's not really up to me. That's just the flow right. of the day, but it's how I handle it, you know, going into it. And so. the way that it's captured is just to, sh you, you're not trying to show the chaos. Well, sometimes you are. That's part of the reason I have hired you as a wedding yeah. photographer. So I, I love that stuff as well. Yeah. It's like there's calm and there's chaos. Yeah. There's so much going on. And, and I just, I feel like that just ties everything together really well. I guess I should say like the chaos in a, not the positive chaos, right? There's some like, that's right. like when there's a lot going on, but like, right. If there's something that's happening, that's like. Your photos you have so much energy, avoid. which is something that I love. Yeah. I like to capture the energy. The vi I'm all about vibes, vibes, yes. vibes, vibes. Vibes with a Z. It, multiple Zs. <laughs> Well, I remember when we started to look for a photographer, our friends referred us to you and said, you know, he has to choose you though. You're going to go and interview him, but he's going to be interviewing you more than you're interviewing him That's cool. yeah. because he only works with people who he vibes with. So yeah. what does that mean? I feel like it, with anything you do, you have to connect and, um, it's a personal relationship, you know, with the photography. If I can't connect with you on a level where you're just so relaxed around me, and don't mind me being there, it's not going to translate as well into the photos. I think that's really important. Um, so that's why I try to, you know, meet and hang out and talk and see what, you know, the couple's all about and, you know, explain how I like to work on a day. Because I like to wander a lot. And um, I don't want people to be like, where's Joe? Where's Joe? I'm, I'm there. You must, I just like to wander. And that's how I get a lot of those yeah. candids and stuff from a distance. Um, because being close is good, but also be, stepping back is good as well. I was listening to a podcast that you actually recommended recently called The Secret Life of Weddings, and it's mm -hmm. these two Canadian women. I was say, it's from Canada, and they're right? both <laughs> photographers, and one of them said she doesn't ever accept a client if they go through the entire hour-long meeting and never touch each other. Ooh. Like, if they keep their distance and seem cold toward each other and never touch one another, she's like, nope, not for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like a job interview, right? Like, if you go to a job interview as the candidate... You are also, like, it could be your dream job, but if you go to the place and you do the interview, you're interviewing them too. And you're thinking, like, maybe they offer you a job and you're like, actually, this isn't the right fit for me. So it does go both ways. I don't use this term often, but it's kind of, I call it the friend gene. So it's like almost like you, you connect in a sense that you're cool with hanging out. Yeah, like you would be friends in real well, life. Well, I'm friends with a bunch of my clients too. Not all, because some people move away and all this stuff, but I feel like, you know, that's a really important part. Yeah is to just be able to hang out, have a beer, get a coffee, don't even don't even talk about photography sometimes, talk about life. It's it's okay. We're all human. Yeah. So. Well, I feel like you're going to see us at our most vulnerable. Molly too, she's in my wedding party. Yeah. <laughs> but what can we expect on the day of? Like what time do you start? Um, well, that's something we we determine based on, you know, the time frame you, you need me there. Um, we would basically have a sit down and go over the timeline. So basically, I know where I need to be. Mm -hmm at a certain time so I don't miss the start of the day or whenever it is that you want me to be there. Um, and we just kind of go from there. It just kind of flies on. You know, we have a rough itinerary just so there's some things I know, like are there any random things happening that could be like a surprise I need to be aware of. So I'm around when that happens. So that's something that you may not necessarily be like one-on-one -on -one with Sarah about, but like the, you might consult with like the wedding planner, right? Right, there's stuff like that. Like yeah. they could, that's important as well as communicating, you know, with the team. Yeah. Um, right, because you do become a team 
I've been looking through your photos, trying to figure out what I really love and things that you've done before. And I never thought I wanted anyone to take a picture of me like getting ready. You know what I mean? But you have this great picture of a bride trying to put a poncho on (laughs) and it must be raining or snowing or something like that. And it's just come out um, so naturally. I don't know. And I said, oh, you know what? I want him there when we're getting ready. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I tried to... I don't want people to think about it like just getting ready. There's still a part of the day that ties into everything else that happens. Um, so, you know, there's things that can happen. There's an energy there. There's a rush. There yeah. could be some chaos, but there's a lot of laughter and fun depending on who you're with that day. Um, and it's great to get that. So it's not just straightforward, just like, you know, and, and you know, some, and everyone's different at the wedding. Yeah. So some people wear robes and like to sit on the beds yeah. and hang out and sit bubbly, which is totally cool. But there's also people that are just all over the place yeah. and disheveled and everything's a mess and <laughs> That's gonna be and it and it's great and there's but there's the the thing is to just you know not be camera aware you know like you know just that's why I like to wander so I can just literally shoot yeah. I love shooting through windows and doors and yeah. cracks and random stuff like that. One of my favorite photos from my friend Nina's like entire wedding is when we were getting ready and we're like, everyone was getting hair and makeup done. And, um, there's just a picture of me crouched like up against a bathroom mirror doing my makeup in like a, in like a torn up Van Halen shirt. And it's, but it's, yeah, it's such a cool picture. Cause I'm, I'm literally like, I look like a monkey. Like I'm all, I'm like up against the mirror, just like putting my makeup on, but it's such a cool, like for Nothing me to have that ever cool, planned. right. It was just like a cool memory for me to be like, Oh, that was, and that was fun for me to like, cause I got my hair done, but then I was like, I'll throw on my own makeup. And so, yeah, it was cool. Like I had like, I, you know, I had leggings on and I looked kind of yeah. a mess, but I had my hair beautifully done. And so then I had like, so what were some of the craziest juxtapositions or interesting wedding venues that you've ever seen or encountered maybe even along the way to the reception? Um, let's see. Well, I've shot uh, a wedding in New Orleans actually last year, just about a year ago. And that was great because there was a second line. And um, actually with a couple here from here in Worcester, uh, Marcus Ohanesian and uh, Katie O'Connor. So um, got to go down there and... They just had a small wedding, and um, you know we they had the ceremony at Preservation Hall, which is a, a historical jazz venue down there. Cool. And from there, we just paraded down the street to BB King's, where they had a small reception. Um, but I think that was really, really interesting. It was a, it was definitely the biggest workout of my life <laughs> because I I traveled you know with minimal gear, but I had um, you know my backpack with just some of the stuff I needed. But even just like with 15 pounds of gear on my back, just trying to keep up and running around and getting as many faces as possible. It was, you know, but it was great because I got everything I, you know, wanted. You're probably going to have to do a bit of that at Sarah's (laughs) wedding, right? It's true. Tentatively. And I got the idea really from Katie. I went to high school with her and I saw those pictures. I I didn't even know it was you at the time. And I thought, oh my God, how fun is that? So we're walking to our venue. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. But I think I asked, uh, the leader of November project, he brings this big boom box to our workouts every Wednesday, Jim Athai. And I said, do you think you could carry that? Hi Jim. Hi Jim. Hi Jim. Sometimes we hi, say hi to Jim. Jim, <laughs> Jim um, works for a funeral home and drives a hearse. So he listens to us on the radio every week and we he's like great. to serenade him from time to yes. time. But yeah, he's going to carry a boom box. We're all walking, you know, anyone who's willing. So I think it'll be a spectacle you were um oh yeah I'm so excited 
You were recently in Ireland? Was it recent? Uh, yeah, uh, in August. I was there for Excellent. some commercial work, um, just working one of the businesses that they're based out of Dublin. Um, so you have traveled internationally? Yes. To, yeah. for, has it been both for commercial work and for weddings? Um, yeah. So the, the Ireland uh, commercial job was my first commercial. Yeah. Um, outside of? Outside the U.S. Weddings I've shot in Ireland, England, and then um, that's it for now. But I've traveled coastal as well, cool. which is really great. How do people find you? Is a lot of it through social media? Um, some of it is, but the, the England and Ireland wedding were both yeah. people from here in, uh, in Worcester, and they took me with them over there, which is really great. Um, you know, grateful for those opportunities. They don't happen often, but I love it when it works out. That's exciting. Um, yeah, so, and then, you know, even some, uh, I shot a wedding in California last November, and that was through some, another friend that was a guest there. And um, they, you know. So they were a California-based. Yeah, the couple, yeah, one of them, uh, I think the bride was from out this way. Um, yeah. But they both live out in, you know, California, and then they, they flew me out there, and it was a really, really great wedding. How do you use social media to build your business, but then also personally? Does it feel like work? Um, I don't know. Well, I feel like, well, because there's algorithms, which... Yeah which I like to do everything myself. Some people hire, you know, companies to do it and post for them, but I, I just like controlling it all for some reason. Um, but I, f I like doing, you know, like I feel like hashtags, a lot of people find through hashtags. Um, that random search, the magnifying glass, people will hit that, yeah. and, it, and it kind of feeds off of what you're searching for. So pe people find me like that, which is really great. Um, so, you know, my thing is just trying to keep up with it every day, like post at least twice a day, and... Um, you know, sometimes I have a family, you know, stuff like that. So I don't, I'm not hundred percent focused on it. Um, you know, like some might be. Right. And that can be hard, I think is to have the consistency, but then sometimes, sometimes I cause I do a lot of our social media and I find it really fun and like super rewarding a lot of the time. But then sometimes I'm just like, I don't have the energy to think of something right now. And I'm like, Molly, it's international women's day. Post something. No, you didn't do that. I, know, I, know. I was just really busy that day. It was so funny. Cause I was like, I gotta do a post. And then it was like five 30 or six. And I was like, and I had just done like my whole day. I had so much to do. And then I was like, I gotta do it now. I have to say <laughs> it was the perfect post. Thank you. <laughs> she is. She's good. Now, how about your family? Do they mind always being your, uh, well, <laughs> your daughter in particular is a beautiful subject of yours and she has so much energy, yes. but how does she feel about getting her picture taken? Um, sometimes she will just tell me, she'll catch me sometimes if I'm trying to get a candid moment or something. She'll just tell me no and I just, okay, that's yeah. it. I put it away. Um, when she was younger, it was different. I was just like, hey, here's a picture of my daughter. Here's, you know, and you know. And that's, I feel like, you know, a lot of people that they're excited, you know, all these milestones and this is what my kid's doing. And like, it's just excitement. Um, but now like, because, you know, she's still a person just because she's a kid, she's not, you know, she still has her voice. So, um, I find it, it's important just, you know, like, Hey, is it cool if I share this or whatever? And sometimes she's like, no. And sometimes she's cool with it. No one ever taught me that in yeah. third grade, you're supposed to ask someone before you take their picture because yeah. we weren't all walking around with cameras in our hands. But Molly and I teach at a school where every third grader is issued an iPad and they really have to learn that. We have to have a very specific lesson about it at the beginning of the year. Like mm -hmm. you need to ask somebody's permission before you take their picture. Yeah. And I think it's cool because it then it, it enters a broader conversation about like, res like respect for privacy and consent mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah, so that, you know, that's what I'm hoping that can teach her. It's okay to say no. Yeah. 
you know, even to your own dad. You know, if you can say no to dad, hopefully, hopefully you can say no to other, you know, people. Um, Are there certain pictures that people have seen which resulted in a lot of business for you where people said, oh my God, I love that food truck wedding that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Which I did do. (laughs) I did. Can you think of a couple specific shots that have really been iconic? I have one that I really like, but I'll wait. All right. Um, I don't know. I feel like people gravitate. It's not so much. The location, really, I feel like it's just how the how the couple is interacting. The vibes. The, exactly. Go back to the vibes. It, I think that's what it is, really. Like, um, you know, people. You can photograph people on in front of a mountain or in this office if the vibe is there, and you know, hopefully, that's what people see more than anything. Mm-hmm. You're cultivating positive feelings. Right. Well, and Sarah right, said yeah. like about capturing the energy, right? And so, like, you can you can. It's almost like an aura. It's an invisible aura, right? When yeah. you can capture that. I can't that. explain it. It's just something that I see and I get my couples to do. Yeah. On their own. Like, I just guide and I just say, you just do your thing. Yeah. I step back and I just hover around you, you know. I know you mentioned, too, typically with your couples, you'll pull them aside in the middle of the reception when everyone's having a great time and kind of like back up, look at what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is all because of you. Yeah. And yeah. that's when you get some of your best work. Right. So yeah, so it's good to step away from the reception um, if there's time. And, you know, especially if this, you know, there's a sunset um, available at that time, just go out. And, like, it's great to step back and think and reflect. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm pulling you away, you know, to take pictures, but also so you can, you know, do that reflecting. Just take that time. Yeah. yeah. And then go back in and just party. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that, is almost like a revitalization, right? When people go back into the party, it's almost like they're like ready to re-up. dance. Yeah, like yeah. re-up. Well, yeah, when you walk back in the room, like yeah. usually everyone's like, there they are again. Right, right. And it's, but it's also just like to be in the quiet. Uh, well, okay. Speaking of quiet, I went to the most fun wedding over the weekend. It was at the Central Park Boathouse so in New York fun. City. Yeah, and the dancing was epic. And that's all I want is a great dance party at our wedding. Uh, and the ceremony was like very quiet and brief at the beginning, which I liked, but the one thing was the photographer was like really involved in the ceremony, snapping pictures right in the bride and groom's kind of like space, personal space. And I wasn't expecting it. Um, how do you deal with that? Like a, a really kind of quiet, peaceful ceremony and you've got to capture it, but you don't want to ruin the vibe. Um, well, first there's a silent mode on the shutter. Um, kind of, it's like a smaller clip. Um, on my camera, but the um, minimal movement, longer lens, just kind of move away. Um, there's a time to get closer, there's a time to step back, things like that. Um, you know, depending on the type of venue, um, you could have a small intimate, you know, I've, I've shot at, at, at Worcester City Hall in the room where people get married. I'm literally like on a couch, you know, right there, um, which I almost fell off of last time. So it's, but it's kind of, th- those type of spots are kind of hard to, you know, stay low key, but, but, you know, um, but, so I kind of just figure it out what works. Cause I want people to be able to see, and I, I just don't want people to be like, oh, there's a photographer, you know? Um, so that's an important thing. I mean, obviously I'm there, um, but there's a time and a place to be closer or further away. 
Well, it became our funniest joke by the end of the night because I have one friend who said the photographer kept saying, move, move. But he's, you know, this 31-year-old guy. And then the bride is this like stunning girl on her day. She's got great dance moves. And the photographer just wanted our friend out of the way. He was just like, I just want pictures of the beautiful bride. Oh, that's funny. But it was hilarious. Yeah. So he got some really nice shots. And already yesterday they were posted on social media mm-hmm. Do you like pick a couple to? Yeah, I do. I do a sneak peek. I'll usually pick one to share online. You know, within the first twenty four hours, mm-hmm. just poke through. I just try to make a mental note of what I think was a great, you know, great representation of the day or um, certain moment. Um, but then, yeah, usually about a week, within a week, I send a sneak peek mm-hmm. to my couples just because you know I want you to feel excited. Like a mini album. Yeah, it's just a, it's a gallery online, and you you can just you know have some photos to share, some thank you cards, whatever. It just gets you excited for the photos, so you're not you know wondering like, huh, how long? Yeah. Joe said the photo's gonna take ten to twelve weeks. It's third day. Where's it? <laughs> Where are my photos? Right, yeah. Exactly. It's nice though because there's a break, then you get excited about it all over again. Right, exactly, and that and that can hold you over. You know, usually you know um, that works well. So I found you know. Um, doing that over the years, my clients have been really happy with that. So I'm trying to learn a lot from you. Have you witnessed any epic disasters? Not necessarily yes. f- with photography or heard about them while you're working in At your industry. Wedding. Yeah, like cautionary tales. That's uh, the chaos I was talking about that you don't necessarily want to capture. Right, like I forgot my yeah. shoes or yes. something. <laughs> um, I have to really think... Um, Epic. I mean, like the only thing for me personally, I, there's been, if if I can reflect back to when I was going going to the New Orleans wedding mm-hmm. with Marcus and Katie, um, that weekend, you know, that whole week there was snowstorms, mm-hmm. so people's everyone's flights were getting canceled. Mine, I it took me five planes to get out of Logan. The very last plane for the day got me out. You know, um, and it was, you know, it was. A nightmare as a photographer like I can't believe this is happening this is a nightmare you know come true right now and I'm sitting there eating french fries and like texting Marcus and Katie and I'm like I'm eating fries and I'm crying and like I don't know what to do and they're like it's okay they're like they're like rainbows and unicorns magical it's gonna get magical and I got down there and the first thing I did I gave them big hugs they handed me drinks and I made it but it was but it wasn't just for me. It was for like everyone, like a lot of people up here trying to get down Struggle. there. Some people drove to New York. Some people drove, I don't know if anyone drove actually down there, but yeah. that was my backup plan was to just drive like, a straight, drive a straight day. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I don't know if like, I guess that was just like my personal, like, like, you know, memory with that. It kind of like stuck with me, but I feel like after that, nothing's a big deal anymore. <laughs> like I feel like every yeah. five planes later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, you know, again, and I had equipment, and I was getting on planes, getting off planes. Um, the planes were getting canceled as we were on them. One, one went to take off, and it grounded itself because there's a sensor when crosswinds hit it, it won't let it take off. So it tried twice, and then they told everyone to get off. They're gonna get a new plane. It was just all over the place. Um, so it ran me through the ringer. Um, I guess maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe I deserved it at some point. 
You know, but no. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was like a karmic retribution for no something. Idea. That's what I was like. What did I do to deserve this? I'm like, this is like crazy. Yeah. Um, but it worked out to be an incredible wedding, and it was worth all the you know pain my body was in by the time it was done. You can't be everywhere at once. Do you work with a second shooter usually? Um, sometimes, sometimes depending on the size of the wedding, the logistics. I typically shoot most weddings by myself. Um, but there are scenarios where there could be a lot going on where I would recommend it, or you might just want another photographer. Um, so, you know, there can be variables like multiple locations, um, a parade going down the street, like, you know, a lot of people. Um, it all depends. Um, you know, if, if you don't need one, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, because, you know, again, it goes into investment. You're investing more into the day, like where you could, you know, if you don't need one, you can invest it in something else for your wedding or more time with photography. <laughs> Mass Foodies curates exclusive events and publishes thought-provoking content for the food-centric person. When asking yourself where to eat tonight, turn to massfoodies.com to see what's happening in the Massachusetts food scene. That's massfoodies.com. Are there any photographers or like photographer styles that you really love not it doesn't not like necessarily wedding I, style but just like any photographers that you are particularly yeah it's it's interesting i i gravitate towards like some like commercial photographers more so like the way they light is yeah. got like a film look to it um my my friend uh, justin james muir he's out of philly um does really beautiful like commercial work the way he does his portraits the way he lights um it's very inspiring and uh i you know i just feel like i gravitate towards yeah. that i don't shoot like him at all right. you know but um i love his technique and Stay how he exactly yeah it's really spot. it's really nice yeah so there's um yeah there's another um oh, what is his name i just started following him actually on instagram um i could look it up but i don't want to <laughs> what kind what kind of work does he do commercial work commercial work um he just um can I look him up real quick? Yeah, Is that yeah, okay? I'll just drop, like, <laughs> be real quick. No problem. I was curious about that. I know. We had a couple of Instagram influencers on the show yeah. a few weeks back, and I asked them what their favorites, favorite accounts were. And it is, it's hard to choose off the top of your head. Too. It is. You're on the spot. So, so his name is, um, I, I, it's just Joey L. <laughs> so his handle is joeyl.com. Joeyl.com. Joey so he's based out of Brooklyn, but he does like David Beckham and like the way he lights is it's like it's like beautiful. You know? Oh yeah. Like, well, like a lot of natural light. Well, there's well, there's actually more to it actually. If you look at his some of his photos, he's actually using. That is really cool because lighting. it looks totally right, which is like, but that's the impressive part, right? right? Where it's like, oh yeah, it looks like he's just shooting him beautifully. Well, that's what it is. It's like yeah. So so when I shoot, guys are like magicians. when I shoot weddings, I don't use lights really you know like maybe at receptions but i don't set up like i would for a commercial job or a headshot or anything like that mm -hmm. so for what they do you know uh, both of them you know they use the lighting and the way they it's such a natural look and it's very bold and it pops and it's and it's so you know but it takes there's a lot right. there's a bit there's more production behind it That's to do one photo it is. The it's... best compliment is when somebody says, oh my goodness, you look so beautiful without makeup. And you're like, I am wearing right. makeup. <laughs> um, that reminds me, there's a movie I love called Fish Tank. And it's shot in, it's um, directed by Andrea Arnold, but it's shot in almost all like natural light or in the style of that. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I just think that that's like so striking, that style. Speaking of your favorite pop culture, Molly, we are going to make a little transition. We love to talk about professional culture here. So we heard all about the secret life of photographers. Uh, We also love to talk about local culture. Local culture. And I know we covered uh, your nomination for Worcester Magazine. So everybody go out and vote for one of our favorite photographers. And now it's time for pop culture. I have some would you rathers here. Um, This one has to do with our friend Taylor Swift. Uh So uh, we follow this newsletter called Trashter List, and it gives us all our pop culture updates. It's great. I'm going to read a little graph from Trashter List. It says, Taylor Swift just can't shake off her stalker. Roger Alvarado, 22, was arrested Wednesday following a break into Swift's NYC apartment. This is the second time in a year that he has been arrested for breaking and entering into the pop star's home. The last time he was busted, he had taken a shower in her bathroom and fell asleep in her bed and was sentenced to six months in jail. So scary. Just six months. Swift, who has a restraining order against him, was not home at the time. Thank God. According to page six, Alvarado used a ladder and a cinder block to break the back window of her apartment and sneak in. Okay. So my question is, (laughs) would you rather have a stalker of that caliber or have everyone think that you were a stalker of that caliber and be sentenced to six months in jail? Oh. That is a very hard one, Sarah. I know, because, well, like, imagine what could have happened to her if she was home. Right, like, is it, like, do you prioritize your safety or your reputation? Well, we know Taylor loves her reputation. (laughs) No pun intended. So it's, would I rather be a stalker or be stalked? No, but you're not. People will think you're a stalker of that caliber or you have the stalker. Well, what's the end game of, like, you having a stalker? Like, do you end up okay? I'm just not sure. I don't want to. I guess I'm just. I don't want to be a stalker. Sarah, I have yeah. follow up questions. I, I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm the yeah. stalker. No but I don't want to be stalked. I don't like that feeling. I'd rather be stalked because there's, I can do things to hopefully stop yes. the stalker. <laughs> Good. Question. You can defend yourself. Okay. Then yeah, I guess. Oh, hopefully, I right? I guess I'd rather be stalked. <laughs> Please don't stalk me. I know. If you're listening, Roger, we're not interested. Okay. Um, also from Trasher List this week, we found out all about Ariana Grande's new drink at Starbucks. Yes. The Cloud Macchiato. It sounded like it was just like a caramel macchiato, right? Basically. Yeah. From the sense that I got from Allie. <laughs> Would you rather have a Starbucks drink named after you, which like as a small business owner could be uh, huge yeah. for your portfolio, or would you rather have a drink named after you at a dive bar in Worcester? At a dive bar or at the dive bar? I'm going to say uh. You can go like Vincent's. Yeah. You can go. Yeah, I like it. The dive bar. I'd, I'd keep it local, mm-hmm. I think. That could also be good for business. Yeah. I have a really long name, though. That would take up a lot on the chalkboard. <laughs> I wanted to ask you I about that, say. too. What went into your decision to hyphenate? Um, we, I just wanted to complicate me and my wife's life. Absolutely. My cousin got married last year and he and he and his wife hyphenated too. Both of them did. And I just thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, we were trying to decide like, you know, she was cool taking my name, but I was like, I could take your name. And I was like, let's just hyphenate. And um, which has been interesting being a male hyphenating because there's not I have a maiden name on some documents. Um, So um, but yeah, we just decided to just do that. So my cousin and his wife, one of their hyphenates is three letters so it's like it makes it a lot simpler than yours 
I felt bad for my daughter. Um, she learned the whole alphabet in first grade. She's going to have a leg up on everybody yeah, yeah, she, with her yeah. literacy. It's funny that she runs out of room sometimes on her homework. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Starbucks drink. I think it's an entrepreneurial move. I want the Sarah Connell Starbucks. I don't know. Sarah, always thinking ahead. You know? I think I would keep... Girls got to eat. I think I would keep it local. But that is a good question. I... Yeah. Well, hmm. I think I would go with the with the dive bar. Final final answer, Regis. Okay. Final uh, <laughs> would you rather. So Pete Davidson and Kate Beckinsale were caught smooching at the Rangers yeah. game. Did you see this? Yeah, with Anthony. Yeah, I looked up. <laughs> Not with him, but with him. Yeah. There's a pretty significant age gap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's younger than us. Oh, wow. By a few years. And she's like 50. No. I think she is. I think she's like 44. Because right. John Hamm just turned we'll 48, and she's younger than John Hamm, I think. All right. Well, at any rate, they, just a thing <laughs> they that caught I know. everyone by surprise yeah. for a number of reasons. Yeah. But I'm curious, would you rather be criticized for PDA, like they have been, or would you rather have someone publicly proclaim that it looked like you and your partner had no chemistry whatsoever? Oh, PDA. Yeah. I don't mind PDA. PDA. I'm going yeah. for the PDA. Yeah. PDA all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pop culture related question for you and it has to do with fictional photography or photographers. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time is Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. And I always think about the scene at the end where he's taking the pictures or he does it earlier in the movie too, but have you ever, or have you ever been tempted to do the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, keep going. Like the, like the like continuous snaps with the commentary. And then, like, toss your camera when you're done. Yeah, are you going to, like, encourage us while we're uh, doing our wedding photos? Um, in my mind, I'm doing it sometimes, but, like... I feel like if if I was a photographer, I'd, I'd constantly be doing Austin Powers in my head. Well, what I, I this is something I, I kind of... When I shoot from a distance, yeah. like, uh, a couple, I actually kind of talk to myself yeah. a little bit. So my hand's over my face, so you can't see it. So I'm like... Oh my God, this is so great. I wonder if that's like, there's something to that. Cause that's really what he's doing. Right. In those scenes. But I thought of that. I was just thinking, I was like photography and I was like, well, Austin, yeah, the greatest like photographer, a little bit of coaching to it. Right. Exactly. And they're models, but you know, I just, I love, I love that one, that one scene at like the end. It's like the credit scene. So Joe, do you know about Rosie O'Donnell's connection yes. to the city of Worcester? I do. Because of the two of you. <laughs> That's our new favorite thing is when we're like, did you learn it from us? I did. Uh, well, we are very proud to say that Rosie is now engaged to yes. the uh, only female member of the mounted unit. And so Molly has been, you know, you kind of are a stalker, but it's like I imposed this task on you. Well, and it's also like I'm not following her physical, like, as far as we know. Yeah. No, no I'm no. not. I promise. <laughs> I did have somebody text me this weekend, a former guest on the podcast, and say, I know I know where her fiancé lives. She lives in my building. <gasps> oh, and my I was goodness. Like, Don't tell me anymore. This yes. woman is going to get a restraining order. Whoa. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. some good deets, Molly. Good to know. But that's the thing. We have tried to kind of draw a line. No, we're not. Yes. Yeah. But we were, we're very interested in getting Rosie to come we on Pop love It. Rosie to come on Pop It. Hashtag Rosie, come on Pop It. Rosie, come on Pop It. Rosie, just go uh, on Pop It. <laughs> Rosie, <laughs> you make recently, it stop. I think that we – I don't – we didn't do a Rosie report. It was like with Senator Chandler. Yeah, no, we which didn't. is okay. I chickened out. She was such a doll. She man. was. She's my personal hero. Yes. Um, 
speaking of personal heroes, <laughs> Rosie recently got a puppy. Aww. They named the puppy Blue. It has very blue eyes. And I think that that's quite something because her fiance, Elizabeth Rooney, goes by at Blue Eyed Soul on Instagram. So Ooh. I thought that there was a little bit something too, like a nice little nod to um, her fiance. Um, but yes, they keep she keeps posting pictures of this adorable puppy. Um, and also her show Smilf got canceled. <gasps> Smilf got canceled? Yeah, it was like it was racked with production issues and um, all kinds of. Like Frankie Shaw, who was the star of it, and the writer was also the showrunner, and she ran into some difficulty as a first-time showrunner, um, and you know, intentionally or unintentionally, I don't know the whole story, but there was some issues with like labor disputes on the show, um, and I don't think I don't know if that's like the only reason it was canceled, but Rosie has been very adamant, I have to say, in her support of Frankie Shaw, um, which is which is awesome. But yes, she was so she's been mourning her. Her show. She, That's too bad. Yeah. Well, and the show tapes in Boston, yes. so I hope she'll still yeah. be around. I think she will. Um, I mean, I would guess, right, if she's she's engaged to a local. Right. That's true. Well, Joe, where can we find you on social media and online? Um, I On Instagram, I'm underscore hello, I'm Joe. Um, my website is hello, I'm Joe.com. Perfect. <laughs> and your, like, company is hello, I'm Joe, LLC. It is, yeah. I... I, it's way better than Joseph Gonzalez Dufresne dot com. I do have that URL, but it's just like too long. Um, when I meet people, I say hello, I'm Joe, and I. It's your vibe. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I wanted to have a good energy. Yes, you want to have a good energy. You want to. I feel like it's a it's a conversational start, right? You're already like, not hoity-toity. Yeah, I just wanted to keep it simple. And if I don't have a business card, I just say that, and people remember it. And I've, I've gotten you know, inquiries just because of, you know. You're easy to find. That's the key. Accessibility. Well, thank you for having us in your Ivy yes. Corset office. This is a great, this is a great office. This is a great building. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. I've been here for probably, I don't even know actually at this point, over five years, at least maybe six, seven years. I don't even know. It's a great spot. Nice find. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. I have been Sarah. I've been Molly. And you have been listening to Pop It. Thanks. Mass Foodies curates exclusive events and publishes thought-provoking content for the food-centric person. When asking yourself where to eat tonight, turn to MassFoodies.com to see what's happening in the Massachusetts food scene. That's MassFoodies.com.